Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Well, hello there, and welcome to Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. We're so happy that you're here today. Ah, that's good, Joe. You did it! Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. Damn, that's a neat trick. Leaving this Malik unleashed on the world could have irreparable consequences. You have to bring back my daughter. Your gift, there's something so familiar. You don't know what you're doing giving that man that power. Say hello to Anarchy. Probably happens all the time. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. GVN presents Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. Today's binge? Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. All right, welcome once again to another installment of Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. I'm Martin. And I'm Kathy. And we are getting down to it. We're up to episode 10 of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is called Stolen. And uh, it's not a surprise to us because we've already said that Nathaniel was stealing things left and right from people. That's right. Uh, and this is just a continuation of that. But just like every... Uh, broadcast we do we will start out with allowing my lovely wife to spill her cups to the audience so that's what we're going to do again <laughs> that was a horrible thing it says something thing wasn't Whoa. it <laughs> okay. well that might get that might get some new views of people who <laughs> 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 threw a bomb and didn't even yeah. that out um okay so it's yeah. trending yeah <laughs> it's trending I just snapped the table there I'm going to try not to do that right try not to we're do that we're learning lots of things as we go along with our podcast so which means that pounding the table is a no no but it seems to work so well for me I do it constantly if we had a, only had a band it would be fantastic nice. um so so let's talk about a what? couple of things um thing number one Nothing makes me more happy than when my watch dings and it says that I made it, that I actually moved. <laughs> that makes me some kind of happy. I'm going to tell you right, right. now. Right. It sounds like when it tells you that do you need to breathe. It's like, yes, well, uh, breathe. Well, if I hadn't been breathing well, up till now, I would <laughs> I get it. I do hold my breath a lot. I, I will admit that. Um, but, yeah. Also, on that note, I just want to let you all know that this COVID has really turned me into the laziest person alive. I, yesterday, called my grandson, told him to bring me the tape measure, then I told my daughter to go measure <laughs> measure something. Well, that's good on him. Uh, because I thought that it was the thing to do while I sat on my throne. So what what were you wanting to measure? It doesn't even matter, really. 
So one of them got the tape measure and the other one used it. That's right. And, and then they told me and I didn't really believe the measurements. So, you know, there you go. Um, but anyway. But that, that's that that that's beside the point. That does not because, uh, <laughs> Do you measure that right? Do I need to go do it? No, you can go do it again. <laughs> you have the same number twice. I need to know. And then I said, well, that sounds like two inches. You know, two measure twice, cut sounds, once. <laughs> that sounds like two inches too short. She says, yeah, well, those are two inches off the ground. And I was like, okay, that's not what I wanted. Okay, so anyway, uh, that thing, and so I have now proven, and, and now I get all, pretty much almost all my groceries delivered. I have hardly gone to the grocery store in the last month and a half. I think I pretty much have gone maybe twice. Well, and that's only because I was looking for something that I couldn't find on them. But by now, most of these little people know, know where we live. So it's yeah. Like, and wow, you know, just it doesn't matter where it comes from. I don't care. Walmart. And of course, with, Amazon. With COVID, they don't, uh, they hardly ring the doorbell. They just kind of just leave yeah, it out yeah. on the porch and Same say. Same thing with, with, with deliveries for food, too. Yep, just stick it out on the porch and hope you, hope you come across I'm it. Turn it. I'm pretty soon I'm going to be walking with a, a giant waddle. I'm going to look like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Coming down the street pretty soon. Or you better start right. looking like the uh, mm. captain of the people on. Yes, on Wally. Right. <laughs> just get, I was just gonna a roll around chair. in my little rolly chair. Well, actually, this little cover chair. Uh, this is smooth sailing. <laughs> I, I have no bone density anymore. That's fantastic. Matter of fact, I was, if I got up, I'll crush myself. Yeah, now I look like the blob of the X-Men. It's horrible. Uh, I got to stop this. It's, it's got to end. Look at my hair. It looks like... It looks, look at, I keep doing that. What, why do I keep doing it? Oh, because oh that really helped. <laughs> Marty! <laughs> and of course, you're backwards, too, so that I just messes you I just have to do it out of my own mind how it should go. Okay, there. No, that's even worse. <laughs> you finished? No, this uh, is... <laughs> 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 okay. This beauty segment brought to you by Ripple. Here, these are my, this is my, here, it's my brush. <laughs> Who needs a comb when you have fingers? There, perfect, now I'll just stand like this. <laughs> okay, anyway. Okay, so, Marvelous Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Stolen. Oh so, what, I mean, now this is the, actually the first episode that you and I didn't watch it together. Yes, initially. which is horrible. I don't like that at all. Well, because, again, the part of the problem is is because Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comes out at 10 o'clock at night and I have to get up at 1.30 to go to work, it is, almost, it is difficult for me to stay up to watch it. So, usually what I've been doing up till this last episode was take a nap, get up in time to watch the episode with her, and then go back to bed. Well, this time, there was no getting up. I just stayed in bed until it was over. <laughs> that was right. Because uh, so I didn't wake him up because I didn't watch the episode because my daughters were here. We were talking, and then all of a sudden, it was 11.30, and then they were like, I guess we should go home now. And I'm thinking, yes, you should. You ruined my episode. Right. What's wrong with you? And it was, game over, man. Game over. I was like, Psst. and then I went upstairs to see Martin for a second, and I don't know why I decided I needed to which we had watched. Wait, the sleeping okay. guy. Um, yes, but okay. So you know, you watched it on your own the first yeah. time. Mm -hmm. So give me your first impressions from watching. Since you watched, you know, uh, live and you had no idea what was going to happen. So, well, I feel like uh, we're starting to tie some things together now, um, and I did feel like. I had a feeling 
that after watching this episode certainly Fitz is alive somewhere and I feel like he's alive somewhere in the past which I'm pretty sure is a fact um, or if it's not I just made it up and it is now a fact um, but uh, I, I feel like he's there and I'm really mad that we haven't seen him yet but I, I get it whatever okay so I, mean, I watched it the next day and this was kind of weird because uh, remember back when we were watching Game of Thrones uh, when Battle of the Bastards came on? Yeah. I was all kind of nervous stomach to know it was on. Right. I felt the same way about this episode for some reason. Well, that's because we just came out of we don't know what was going to happen. Well, that's been I'm not sure exactly still, I mean, why this episode to me shouldn't have been any different than any of the other. Maybe others. you had a nervous stomach because I wasn't there to hold your hand no, while we no, that's, what, that's what it was. But anyway, that's kind of the feeling I had through the whole episode, which was, again, they said kind of weird to me. Uh, but uh, it all started out uh, with uh, the young John Garrett. Yes, which, which I thought. This, yeah, we'll, we'll get into this, okay. but, but, but this was a cool thing. But anyway, so, of course, I, I mean, I'm assuming now he's in the bar, same shield bar that they've been back 100,000 times. So, obviously, he's either, uh, he's a shield in, shield agent in training there. Right. The reason I say that is because Nathaniel said he had top scores and right, he was right, a right. great pal out and all that stuff. Uh, so, and of course, anybody who hasn't seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, the character John Garrett was actually originally in the season one. Uh, he was in for like nine episodes, starting with uh, episode uh, fourteen uh, in Tahiti, and basically he was the at that time he was just a shield agent who was the original SO for uh, Ward. Ward, yeah, uh, Grant Ward. Uh, and eventually, of course, we find out that he was actually a Hydra guy, and of course, he became a Hydra guy when. He went on a mission and was left. He got wounded. Basically left for dead. Right, left for dead they by didn't shield. Extract him. Right, and they kept coming with excuses why they couldn't come get yeah. him. So he, he got a bad attitude and decided to go a different route. Right. Um, so anyway, so of course this is before then. This, he's still just a shield agent in training kind of thing. Right. When Nathaniel comes across him, and uh, basically he tells him that he can give, let him see his future and basically give him superpowers. So. Uh, well, he wouldn't sign up for that gig, I suppose. Right. <laughs> uh, so that's basically what he offered him, because uh, he's well. The, he he he's he, Nathaniel already knew he knew he could be a turncoat. So go ahead and go ahead and let go ahead while you're still young and vulnerable. Go ahead and get you to right. be a turncoat now. Right. He says he was susceptible right. to that kind of thing, so uh, he took advantage of that. Right. Uh, now, back at the White House, they're trying to just figure out what they're going to do next now that they've saved themselves from the, the you know, the time uh, storm. Right. And, uh, and I thought this part was a little interesting because, you know, Colson asked Matt, okay, so what are we going to do? He said, well, you know, we're dead in the water here. He said, uh, just, I want you to be you. You tell me if you've got a mission for us, let me know. So to me, it's kind of giving Colson a little bit of his... Carte blanche. Right. To, 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 be, to be the... To be um, the director right. in, a, in a sense. You know, not totally, but still at least giving him that possible, you know, that, that option. Right. And, of course, all he says, okay, he basically listed the obvious, okay, we need to fix the timeline. Uh, of course, we can't let Nathaniel run rough. How are they going to fix the timeline at this point? I know, because they're, 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 they're going to have to go back down to, they're going to have to go back to 1930 and, and somehow eliminate the Chronicoms. And now that they know what happened, 
Yeah, I don't know how they're going to fix it. They've really ruined it now. It's really wrecked. Right. It's so wrecked. Now, of course, they didn't wreck it, but still. It don't matter how it got wrecked. It's wrecked. (laughs) And as you say, I can't think of a way for them to fix it other than go back again to undo what you already did. Or make it where you never went back in the first place. And how do you do that? I, hey, that's, that's no problem. The, one that, the, only one, the only one that's going to be able to figure that out is Fitz. And that may be what could be. Where he comes uh, in. Okay. So, anyway, so they want to uh, fix the timeline. Sorry, however, sorry. That, I, 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 I'm really got issues with them. Yeah, you're fine. Really? It's okay. I'm here on that. I'm here on that to rub because we're in a morning meeting okay. with y'all. <laughs> so, yeah. so, there you go. Uh, so. Again, because they don't want to leave Nathaniel, and of course Nathaniel's taking over Half-Life, so they want to rescue the hostages from Half-Life, and they want to get Korra. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and of course, if they can stop Malik along the way, that'd be a great thing, too. Uh, I'll tell you what, I still want to know what happened to the other Malik. Did he kill him? Yeah. I think he said he killed him. I, Somehow or another, that that those words... I don't remember him ever saying I don't know, before, I think he said again, get rid of him or eliminated him or... Like I said, I can hear you again. Again, we call it justice if he's doing in the portal like he did him. Well, true. But uh, we have, we haven't. Either way, we haven't seen him. Though that was the wise thing for him to do because wasn't it his brother that the one Nathaniel that's now wasn't he the one who was the? Uh, I think he was the um, troublemaker anyway. No, Nathaniel, was, Nathaniel wasn't anything. He was kind of a mooksop that uh, well, let his brother trick him in to go into the portal because he switched the rocks this, on. Take this part out right here. No, we're not going to take that no, part take out. Take this part out because I don't know where I got that thought process. No, it said, uh, I think I'm having dreams about this stupid see, show. Nathaniel, I really think I'm having no, stuff. Uh, so it'll make my mind be okay with it. And there is no timeline. Uh, like I said, basically, they were just brothers, just that Nathaniel, I mean, uh, Gideon basically tricked his brother into going into the portal instead of him, by, you know, with, high, the, stone with, with the stone thing. Right. That's the last you ever saw of yeah, but the Nathaniel. Was, the stone thing was going on for a long time. I know that, but again, that doesn't have any, make, doesn't make Nathaniel bad or anything. He was just his brother that he, he basically betrayed and uh, sacrificed him so yeah. he could stay alive. So, uh, this is the first we've gotten to see of Nathaniel really doing anything, and so far it's not been good. So obviously none of those, again, yeah, should have killed the father when you had the chance. Uh, but anyway, okay, so they, that's pretty much what they want to do. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Daisy talks to Gemma because she was a little concerned about when she had her implant removed, how emotional she got. And she's asked us, okay, did, you know, do you remember, did something happen? Were you guys, you know, in trouble or something? Like, no, I don't remember that. Why did I say something when I took the implant off? Don't tell me. <laughs> right. And basically, that's what she's saying. She said, you know, because if, if I did, I don't want to know. She says, well, you were really upset. You were inconsolable. Right. You uh, you were devastated. And, of course, Jenna doesn't remember, remember any of this because she has the implant back in. But it gets her thinking. So if I was devastated, what, what happened? Devastated? Yeah, what, what happened? And of course, her natural thinking is it has something to do with Fitz. Mm-hmm. So, and this is actually not in the order, but I'm going to go ahead and put it here. Then she goes to talk to Deke. Mm-hmm. And Deke is uh, working at, looking at the time, uh, mm-hmm. the jump drive, because he's wanting to know how come there's, you know, because it was their understanding, at least as Jim had described it to him, that Fitz was controlling the jumps and the jump drive. Right. And he's saying he doesn't understand why it's no longer communicating with Fitz. 
And she said, well, it's, maybe it's possible that it really never was. That they just programmed it to wherever the chronotimes went, we would go, which is essentially what they were doing. They were just following right. the chronotimes, whichever time they went to. All right. Said, and I've been sending him a message, and I haven't gotten anything back from him. So, of course. But I thought they weren't. They thought she they was kind of sending right. it out yeah. to the void just. And that was my understanding, but apparently now with what Daisy told her, now she's starting to get a little concerned why he's not going to answer. And, of course, Deke doesn't want to hear any of that. He's saying, right. no, said, don't even talk about that. So we're going to figure this out. We're so, gonna, here, yep. we're so we're going to get back home, and we're going to get to fit. Don't, I don't want to hear any more about that. Right. Uh, she And she said, okay, yeah, sure. And, of course, you can tell when she's walking away that she's not sure. Yeah. So, Neither but, is he. Right. Uh, so... They decide that they need to uh, go back to Half-Life and rescue the hostages, but they wanted to contact Jaeen. Of course, remember, Jaeen and Gordon went into hiding right. right after the thing. So he tells Gemma, well, this is right as she's talking to Daisy, to come to the command mm -hmm. and ask her to go send a message to the watch that May gave Jaeen to come back. I mean, she barely gets the coordinates in. Boom, there they, boom, right. there they are. And, of course, Jaeen wants to go and... <clears throat> Kill everybody uh, and get you know uh, get take half like yeah. back and right. get, her get, her get her daughter back and of course they said no we're gonna go get her and she's saying well I don't even know you people why should I trust just, you, no, trust no, you listen you just need to stay here right yeah. and, and Daisy saying well you know we protect humans just said you can we'll go get them of course she doesn't know at this point she doesn't know Daisy either right or that she's an inhuman uh, and. Then, of course, she says, okay, well, if you're going to go, I want to go with you. And they're saying, no, you don't need to do that because we've already seen that your presence kind of escalates Cora. She gets real upset. So better that you stay here and we'll deal with her. And she goes, well, that's fine. Okay, I'm going to agree to it. But make sure you bring my daughter back. And, of course, Daisy didn't know that Cora was her daughter. So immediately she goes out in the hall to confront Meg. Actually, May and Yo-Yo were trying to tell her. Right. right before, oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah. before, right, trying to right, right before Jaeen suddenly popped in there, right. they were getting ready to tell her this, but they didn't get a chance. So anyway, she goes, "So, uh, how come you didn't tell me about right. this?" And said, uh, "Well, because we were kind of lost didn't in the time storm, and, and there was a mission, right? And we, uh, we were getting ready to tell you when this happened." She goes, "Well, I, then, I, then she goes, well, I can't understand why Jaeen never told me about another daughter." So she wouldn't tell her because she'd been born yet. I know. Well, no, she had been. Oh, you mean prior to? Yes. Her. So in her timeline, how come Jaeen never mentioned the baby? I would assume, Well, first of all, I would assume that she didn't tell. First of all, how much time did Jaeen really get to talk to her, her daughter before she was taken by Shield agents away from the compound? After no, she meant after you know when she went back. When she went back. back, right? She had, I had an opportunity to tell well, her that. Well, true, but also uh, I think in the original timeline, her daughter committed suicide because of her powers. Exactly, and she probably thought that's not a really good thing to say. Oh yeah, it used to have a powered daughter who blew her brains out because right. okay. she couldn't handle her powers, and now you've got these amazingly strong powers. Let me tell you about it so that you can think about that. Okay, so. That's my thought. No, and of course, Daisy's thinking exactly along that little timeline. Okay, now her daughter, you know, and this is what changed the whole timeline. Mm -hmm. Originally, her daughter committed suicide. Uh, Nathan, Nathaniel stopped her. All right. Said, but but Daisy's, there, wasn't, there wasn't one there. Right, but Daisy's thinking that because her daughter committed suicide is why she left Half-Life, went okay. out to be a doctor. And, and to be her father. father. Right, right. And and so but, now that's not going to happen. Right. So, so what does that make... Yeah. Don't jump ahead. We're getting there. Yeah. Okay, but exactly right. Okay, so she's thinking that's probably why she never talked about her because she was, you know, still upset because she right. lost her daughter. 
Okay, so now in the meantime. Okay, now she now okay. So we talked about this for half a second during the episode. Okay. Um, what I'm thinking about when this happened mm -hmm. was, you know, pretty much Jane can heal herself. At the, at that point, yeah. Though we already I know, do know that I do know that when um, when her father crushed her spine, she died. Right. And I see that, and then of course, Nathaniel, <laughs> and I guess maybe Nathaniel breaking her neck is no healing from that. Maybe I don't know. See, which but I don't make believe any, that. Yeah, see, it does, that doesn't make any sense considering they basically they cut, all, cut her, cut off, took all yeah. the organs out, and everything. And, and, it, and that's why I'm thinking. So why is she able to heal from that, but can't heal from a broken neck or a broken back? Well, broken back I can see only because you just you just crushed everything, but just broken neck. Well, you just I mean, pulled their organs out of them and left them left basically a hole. Right. So, so that, but you can heal from that. <laughs> Well, also, I think she has to be... But see, she had just sucked some of his energy out of him. Out of Nathaniel. Which is why I'm wondering if maybe she's going to pop up from that situation. And the only reason I say it's only because she's gotten some... She had sucked some of his... Because yes, that's what heals her. Right. Is, is, he's taking other people's yeah, life force out of right. Which, So uh, I wonder if that know, was just enough to get her to... Yeah, if she had a little tougher stomach when she could have took the elbow he gave her, she could have finished him up. Sure. sure come on. What's the matter with you? Open uh, up, babe. Right. So, um, but again, we're jumping ahead. Right. Um, so, they decide they're going to go to Afterlife to save the hostages, but instead of Daisy wants to go, so no, you're not going. Right. Jaeen wants to go, no, you're not right. going. So it's going to be Mac and Yo-Yo, Coulson, and Gordon, because Gordon can get him into the company. Right. It's going to be a four-man team. It's going to be Mac and Yo-Yo, Coulson, and Gordon. Uh, so in the meantime, uh, Nathaniel has taken Garrett and taken him to Afterlife and is giving him a tour of the facility. Right. And basically says, okay, now we're going to show you how it is that uh, we know these things. So he puts him, takes him to the room where they basically recreated the... Uh, the controls where Colson originally went in and talked to Sybil. You know, they put you put your arms in. Right. And he said, and she's going to show you your future. He said, um, be warned that most people don't like what they see. Because, of course, in his case, he right. gets killed. Uh, so he goes in there and sees his future. Uh, so then he takes him after he does well, that. We're talking about Garrett, right? Yes, we're talking about Garrett, yeah, yes. Uh, so then he takes Garrett into the treatment room where... He has got Lee in a chair, and he's basically sucking Lee's powers out of him and giving them to another guy. And these are guys he's recruited basically from S.H.I.E.L.D.'s past, who S.H.I.E.L.D., he said, did, did wrong, and he rectified the situation. Uh, in this case, in this case, the guy was a mercenary that uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. shot his plane out of the sky. And he said, I don't know, what gives him the right to do that? He said, well, what gives you the right to pick and choose who gets powers and things? But, you know, whatever. He's, he's crazy. Uh... So anyway, so he's, of course, Lee is, has his power was to be able to materialize knives out of his hands. Uh, so he's giving that power to this guy. And Gary is sitting there watching that, and he's going, wow, that's really cool. So what kind of what kind of powers am I going to get? He said, in time, we'll, uh, we'll get you some. But in the meantime, he said that, you know, the process that we're using to do this is much neater than it was before. But it still causes a lot of pain. So he tells Chorus and Mr. Lee there is in a lot of pain. I think you need to put him off his misery. Uh, and 
I was kind of surprised how easily she decided to kill him. Of course, it probably helped when he said I should have killed you before. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, really? Okay, let me help you then. Right. So, of course, she ends up, whatever she does to him, and kills him. So, anyway, so that's her first kill, basically, by order of Nathaniel. So, I don't understand the logic behind killing these people with powers. They're the ones who have the original juice. Why would you kill the original juicers? You mean with the idea that you could take some more from them? Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, why don't you have a bunch of people in, like, in a, uh, in, like, the, uh... Well, of course, unlike... Why don't you have them in stasis and have them in, uh, the, the, the framework right. while you're waiting for them to, uh, give you more... Well, well it also could be... Yeah, they can do it right there while they're in the framework and they can still live well, back to life. Now, you remember that when he took Daisy's powers... Uh, you know, he had well, he hadn't that perfected, it, perfected yet. it yet. Perhaps, though, in his perfection of the system, it basically drains it all out of him, so there's nothing left to drink. Oh, maybe because because Gordon was very weak, right? He, he was only enough to get he only had right juice to get him outside and then die, right? So, and I assume knowing Nathaniel, that was probably the case, he wanted it all. And then, right, then he didn't need you anymore. Which, to me, like I said, he already okay, found out again, that he could take a little bit and, it and like, give him power, and he could still have him to get later on if he wanted yeah. to. Uh, but I guess he, you know, he wasn't thinking that far ahead. Surprisingly and enough, it's still which, not. Right, yeah. Which is, yeah, why wouldn't she? She thinks ahead, doesn't right. she? Right, that's what's like her is job. It, yeah, well, okay, okay, so anyway, so in the meantime, the team, the team of four is arriving at Afterlife, and Gordon's sitting there, I started to say looking at a gun, but he can't see. He's got no eyes. Uh, but he said they're holding the gun, and Mac takes it from him. And says, no, yeah, no. we're not giving a blind guy the gun. Right. He said, what? You, that, you, you obviously... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill can see you see right but you don't but you don't see so uh so you what you don't trust me <laughs> so, yeah. no, no you don't have your eyes dude uh, it's a little bit disconcerting so, okay so the plan is is that gordon is going to take colson into the compound to find out where the hostages are once they find out come back mac and yo-yo go in to rescue them so okay but of course the minute uh Colson and Gordon show up. There's Nathaniel immediately waiting at them, and they shoot Gordon. And basically, Colson just agrees to be taken because right. he didn't have to. He could have put up a fight, but he didn't. He just let him, you know, get him. Because yeah, the already figured I can get right. Away. And, 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 and I'm an LMD. Right, and I can find out what you know some more right. information because people love to talk, especially right. to me. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so in the meantime. Uh, Colson is led into the treatment room, uh, and then when they took Gordon, when they shot Gordon, they said, take him to be prepped. So immediately, now he's in the truth, but this time, Gordon is attached to Garrett. And of course, Garrett sees Colson and acts like he's with a long lost buddy, because he's seen the future and right. seen exactly what happens. And he tells Colson, and said that, yeah, I saw, you know, that you, of course, Colson doesn't even know who he is initially. He's sitting there looking at him and saying, do you even know who you yeah. are? He says, yeah, you might remember that you vaporized me. And then, of course, he immediately recognized him as mm -hmm. John Garrett. Mm -hmm. 
And he said, but I'm not even mad. And you know why? Because I got to see you die a bunch of times. Okay. And, uh, and so Colson, this is coming for me, part of the Trevor Colson, said, so yeah, which was your favorite? Mm-hmm. He said, when you got stabbed through the heart by that long-haired guy, that was hilarious. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Right, he said, that was that. funny. Right, so that was funny. Uh, so um, they're going ahead and starting to take Gordon's powers from him. And, of course, Colson said, you don't need to do this. He's just a boy. Don't do this to him. And, of course, now Garrett's getting, starting to feel the effects of it. But then he's starting to think, wait a minute. Gordon yeah. has no eyes. Yeah. Like, what, if I, what, what if I get no eyes now? Yeah, he said, I want to kind of keep the baby blues. <laughs> uh, he said, Is that, am I going to be able to keep them? Uh, like, we're really not sure. <laughs> So he's, he's, just, you know, he's thinking otherwise now. He's saying that, I okay, no, forget it. I want to get out. And, of course, he disappears. Right, because he get And I'm assuming that's why um, Gordon didn't die right then, because he had just enough juice left to, to, to get out. Yeah, and again, which proves your point. That. You didn't have to take it all from him right. to give him the right. power. Uh, so anyway, so he, he transports and teleports himself. But here's the problem. If you don't take it all, then you got these other... These mer- these these do-gooders who are well, trying to get their powers. And- right. Um, so anyway, so he uh, tra- teleports to another room, comes back in, and he's all excited with his new power. And of course, he doesn't know what it's called. And Phil tells him, "Say you teleported." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, a, that's a, I like that name. Good, Phil. Uh, so uh, he says, "Okay, so now that you have the power, can you take me where I want to go?" I'm not sure why he assumes that he can, but he says, yeah, sure, we can do that. <laughs> okay, so they, he grabs uh, Nathaniel and they disappear. Uh, so their goal is to get to the lighthouse. Right. And, of course, apparently he tried it twice and didn't get him there. Third time, said, well, if it gets third time's a charm. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, and he said, yeah, so I got you. He said, okay, so now we're going to need to split up. Are you going to be okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, yeah, sure, you'll be okay. Uh, so, in the meantime, while they're arrived at the lighthouse, uh, Garrett runs into May. And, of course, mm-hmm. again, because he's been seeing the future, he knows who May is, and May doesn't know who he is. Right. But, of course, just like Colson, she recognized him pretty quick. Right. And, of course, she May's trying to do her May thing, and he keeps disappearing on her. But... Maybe May also she keeps pushing the advantage so eventually she gets to the point where she hits him and then she's beating the crap right. out of him. Right. And finally he disappears just because I can't beat her in a fight. I'm, gonna be... <laughs> I'm just gonna have to leave. Right, so he just leaves. Uh so while this is going on, Susa has talked to Dave and said, How come you don't want to talk to your mom? And he goes, Well, she can't know, you know, you wanna mess up the time. Well, you know, the timeline's screwed already. Yeah. Uh, There's not much more you can screw. Right. right. I said, but you know, you have an opportunity. You know, then he t- she tells him a little about what happened with her mother in the original timeline. He said, well, wouldn't you like to talk to her before all that happened? Right. See what she's like before then. He said, I mean, I myself, there are plenty of people, you know, now that I would love to have a couple, another, you know, another moment with. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, so thank you. Talk about Peggy, but uh, so. He talks her into going. He says, I'll tell you what, I'll be your chaperone. And if things get too weird, I'll get you out of there. Right. Says, you really are a square, aren't you? He goes, well, that's, really hard. that's really harsh. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So she goes to talk to Jaing. And of course, Jaing is still a little myth, but to her way of thinking, they're kind of keeping her in the dark. Right. Uh, and, you know, I don't know what's going on. She goes, well, you know, just rest assured that we're going to save, you know, save your daughter. 
But she asked, so what was your relationship like with uh, Cora? She goes, well, we were inseparable. I mean, for the first few years of her life, she just clung to my leg. She was a sweet, innocent little girl. I said, well, what happened? Terogenesis happened. And when she got her powers, she couldn't control them. People started getting a little afraid of her. And, you know, most of the people around here wanted to tell her to, you know, get her out of there. And she goes, I didn't want to do that because I thought she was worth saving. Of course she did. She was her daughter. So, but she, you know, as she, her powers grew and she, she couldn't control them, she became distant. And, of course, that was the reason why she wanted to kill herself, and which is the reason why Nathaniel was able to basically brainwash her because mm -hmm. she was just looking for some, any kind of positive reinforcement in her. She wasn't apparently getting it from her mom. Right. Uh, you know, and, and as you look at Cora, I wonder if Lee was the father of Cora. That's what I was wondering. Because they look, that, he looks an awful lot like him. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I was wondering if that was the who the father was. And because he'd been with her for a long time. Lee right. had been with um, Jane for a long time. And also, that makes me think if... I'm guessing that Daisy's father never knew that Jiang had a daughter, my guess. Are you talking about, oh, you're talking about, uh, yeah. Yes, um, I'm wondering. In the original timeline. Yes. Uh, he, he never mentioned it. Well, they never referred about it either. Right. And, and that was why I wanted to have maybe. writers come up with stories later on, too. Well, <laughs> that's, yes. a, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> uh, but true enough, right, I, apparently he didn't know about the daughter yeah. because she didn't exist. Anyway, so while Daisy's talking to Cheyenne, she tells her again a, a little about her mother, of course, the same person, mm -hmm. but basically saying that her mother wasn't like she thought she would be, and it kind of went bad. So, of course, Cheyenne's going, you, your mother hurt you, didn't she? She goes, I just want you to know that mothers always have the best intentions, but it doesn't always work out like they want. Right. Uh, and, of course, this is when May, right in the middle of this conversation, May calls and says, hey, Garrett and Nathaniel are on the base. So you guys need to yeah, go, yeah, go yeah. hide somewhere. Yeah. So they leave the room, but before they can do anything, there's Nathaniel. And of course, Nathaniel is uh, staring at him. I've been looking for you everywhere. And of course, Jaiing asks, well, "Where's Cora?" He said, "Well, she couldn't be right here, but she sends her best." And I guess she's giving her a, giving him a bad look. She goes, "Well, don't look at me like that. What? You're not happy just to have one daughter?" And of course, Jaiing didn't know Daisy was right. her daughter. And she's there looking at Daisy, and Daisy's well, I, you know, I couldn't, I wanted to tell you, but I couldn't. And she was so I'm the one that hurt you? She was, yeah, but we can't, let's not worry about that right now. Right. So, of course, there's uh, Daisy and Nathaniel are facing off with her quake powers, and uh, he's sitting there telling Jaying the whole story of what happened in Daisy's timeline. Right. Said how, uh, you know, you uh, and S.H.I.E.L.D. had a, you know, she was with S.H.I.E.L.D., you were with the Inhumans, and of course, the whole Hydra thing happened, and uh, basically, you were getting ready to kill. You almost had Daisy dead when uh, your father came no, up. No, she didn't say that. He said, when dear old... Right. <laughs> right. And, and that's when, right. Uh, well, she's basically, getting, that's what he's getting ready to tell Yeah, her. but he didn't tell her. Right. No, he said, dear old... And he started to say, dad, when uh, Daisy knocked him against the right. wall. So he gets on the wall, so that was pretty good. I mean, he, then he hits her with like a corkscrew-looking thing. Yeah. Uh, and see, and this is another thing that I don't necessarily believe. He says that basically because I've had my powers longer than you have, I'm better with them than you are. I don't think so. 
Because he had him longer than her. Well, I again, don't get that. We'll see, though. Again, remember, he got him in uh, 76. I think uh, when they went back. Right. So, uh, and... Another in 83. Right. Doesn't but matter. Again, She's still stronger. Right. I was sitting there saying, "I've never seen him fly. I've seen her fly using mm-hmm. him." Said so, uh, basically, all I've seen is you do his usual corkscrew thing, and uh, and you can knock the asses around. You might not know he can do that. Right. Yeah. So, again, that's and all part of it. Don't tell him. Right. <laughs> it's a secret. We're not telling. telling you how to use your powers. So anyway, so uh, so his whole idea. Like, stole him anyway. Right. That he's better with her powers than she is. I didn't. I don't believe it. So anyway, so of course, well, uh, once he knocks her into the wall, Shane grabs him by the back of the neck, starts sucking his powers out of him. Right. Uh, that is my. That is going to be. You're ready to bring her back. That is, that that is it. Yes, because I'm gonna think she got just enough juice to crack her neck back in place. <laughs> so. Uh, Even though Daisy's laying over her right now, crying, speaking, but she's not returned to the. They 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 haven't caught. They just said she's dead. They didn't say that. I'm thinking she's dead. I don't uh, want her to be dead. No, I want her to bring her back. She has to be Okay, so anyway, as we're jumping the gun a little bit. Anyway, so she's sucking his, his life force out of him. He elbows her away and knocks her against the wall. And then breaks her. And right, and then because she started to go back toward him again, and Daisy said her mom don't. don't right. And he snaps her dead. Right. And, of course, now Daisy's really and licked it up fits. and pissed off. And the, the whole room's starting to shake, yeah. and he's starting to back up because he knows something. The shit's about ready to hit the fan. Right. Uh, and of course, then May comes up and shoots him, just wings him in the shoulder, but he mm-hmm. runs off. Mm-hmm. And of course, May goes after him, but Daisy goes to her mother. Her mother, we're assuming he's dead unless we do a, a bring back, but this is a kind of big thing. Anything can happen. Uh, and I can see how that, again, like I said, if you can, if you can read. That would be my. If you can Wait, heal back from bring him, her back. Yeah, if you can heal back from him, your organs taken out of you, you should be able to trip from a broken back. And, and she'd already gotten a little juice, so right. I'm gonna go with yeah. Okay, so and she might have got some juice and some um and some trembling powers, tremor powers. Okay, so so after uh, you know, Daisy goes to her mother, May's trying to get Nathaniel uh, back at afterlife. Uh, Colson and Gordon are in the room and Colson of course snaps his cuffs off because he could have done it any time and he's getting ready to break him out of there but Gordon says you'll never be able to get, get out of there and we never found out because he mm-hmm. used the last of his right. energy right. to transport him out and he dies uh, so Colson is going toward where the hostages are when Matt catches up to him uh, and then he says I'm going to call for Yo-Yo and before he can even put the thing to his mouth She's there. Yeah, she's there. Uh, Yo-Yo seems, seems faster now with her. Now yeah. that she's gotten her thing, of course. Now that she doesn't have to snap back. Uh, so she said the reason she was there is because May called and said that the yeah. them were at the base. A little bit of that. Right, heads up. Got a little heads up. So, uh, so Max says, "Okay, Colson, you go get Cora, and we're going to rescue the hostages." Now, standing guard over the hostages is your the guy who got his newfangled knife skill. You know, we can make a knife come out. So they. <laughs> Uh, Yo-Yo hits him with the world-famous heart-crushing blow of, hey, dummy. <laughs> uh, and, of course, he materializes the knife and throws it at her. So she speeds up, grabs the knife, rams it into his leg. Mm-hmm. And, of course, then Matt comes over and knocks the crap out of him. Uh, so 
rescuing the hostages was easy. And of course, he tells Joey, so I'm really digging the up for you. <laughs> uh, so they rescue the hostages. Colson goes in, and Cora's apparently sitting in the room waiting for him. Mm-hmm. And knows he's coming. Uh, so she tells him that, uh, yes, I, I knew you were coming. Said, I want to go with you. Uh, and I want to meet my sister because Sybil has told me all about him. Colson ices her. Yeah. And knocks her, knocks her out. So the hostages are safe. Cora's safe. And they're taking him back to the Quinjet. But in the meantime, Nathaniel and Garrett are still running around the base. Uh, and Garrett comes across Gemma and Sousa. And come to find out their original target, that's why they're at the base, was Gemma. So, right. he, so he grabs Gemma, and before Sousa can do anything to stop him, they're gone. And where they ended up was on the Zephyr. So you got Nathaniel, Garrett, and Gemma on the Zephyr, and Deke is still on the Zephyr. So I don't know that they know that Deke is still there, because Deke was still in there messing around with the jump drive. So they jump in the plane and take start to take off, and Deke is calling the May and saying, "Hey, why are we leaving?" He says, "Well, we're not leaving. You are." He said, "They've taken the Zephyr." And of course, we come to find out that the reason that they took the Gemma is, according to Sybil, every possibility where they come out uh, not winning, so to speak, yeah. is because of Fitz. So they want to know where Fitz is, and she's going to tell them because they're going to stop him from interfering in their plans finally. Right. So, which is, of course, the, as you said in the beginning, Obviously, Fitz is still around there somewhere, so maybe that and, might... And she'll subdue her fear a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that he's not anywhere. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, I, of course I, now I, they I, want her to tell him where, where he, is. he is. And, of course, Deke is still there. And, like I said, I'm assuming they don't know he's there, though, I guess. See, I would almost think that... Yeah, I think he's in the past, but I don't know how far in the past he is. We're talking about Fitz now. Yeah. Or, did is he in the framework like in some sort of stasis that he can help her from there. I could have thought that he might be even in the same kind of situation like Sybil is. They put him into that kind of virtual, again, very much like the framework. Yeah. Uh, And somehow or another... See, the only way that that could have an issue if they put him in the past and just brought all of the things that they needed for it to work. You know? Or maybe he's in space. Because well, if he's in stasis in space in the frequency, now that would be even better. That's where Enoch and him are. They're up in space. You mean, in, that, you mean the, the, the other region? The, uh, they're Enoch and the other. Well, again, it's like, you know, and again. Now, they're together either in, either in the framework in stasis. Their physical bodies are in stasis. Well, not Enoch's. He's watching, going to watch over Fitz, but... Uh, I wonder if that's what they've done now, and they've put him in a place where he can still do what he needs to do from within the framework, being the framework, being the real way that he's communicating, you know, because it's a computer system. It's of course, I, I, I even thought, that said, perhaps what happens if it's still actually in that main prison thing, and all of this has been kind of created for him. I don't know. There's all, kinds of, there's all kinds of things we could get. If into. they end this like Bob Newhart, I'd be really <laughs> mad. 
we get stuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so that's pretty much where we're at. So we got uh, Gemma has been captured by Nathaniel and uh, Garrett. Uh, the rest of the team is together in the bottom, so they got to try to figure out what they're gonna, what they're going to do. Uh, Deke is on the sh Zephyr with Gemma, uh, and we got three episodes, two weeks left, three episodes left to get this and all it's ironed it's out. One and two, a double. Right. So uh, we got next week's episode, right, and then we got a two-hour final. All right. Uh, which is what they did last year for season six. All right. Um, Overall thoughts of the episode. Now let's get into young J John Garrett. Uh, of course, they excellent casting. Right, they, I thought yes, they casted Bill Paxton, of course, who played the original John Garrett. They casted his son James, right, which who looks just like his father. Right, and, I, and he captured the the, the swagger of yeah. the original. He, he really did a good job. Although, awesome. and, and he captured it though also with some of the some of the. Um, Uncomfortableness of youth, like when yeah, exactly. It was perfect. It, it was like it was like yeah, because because he, he didn't know what he could do yet. Yeah, so therefore, so yeah, like so he, therefore he, he was kind of like, when he jumped away from me, he ended up falling through, yeah, that, through right. a shoe. And, and he did what everyone does, right? When you fall down, you go to the ground. Yeah, I meant to do that. Yeah. It's good, right? Uh, so uh, great job of casting. I uh, said, uh, and to be honest with you, when I first saw the clip, I never realized who he, who he was. I tell you what, all I had to do was smile. Right. Now, perfectly. <laughs> so, uh, and of course, I, we're assuming that he will be in the next episode because, yeah. you know, so uh, great casting there. And pretty much because of that, he was my performer of the week uh, because, you know, he had some shoes to fill. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. he, and he did it. Did a good job. Right. Did a great so, job, actually. So now, again, and you had mentioned before, now how is this going to affect Daisy? And that's why so I much? feel like she's got to be alive. Because then, what, Daisy Daisy disappears? Daisy is nobody's daughter? Right. Nobody's said, and, and this is what, again, you know, you sort of got the same deal with Deke. You said, no, if right. if they don't have a daughter, then he's not born because he's right. the grandson. So, time's a stupid thing. <laughs> you can never figure it out. And, well, and that's right why you don't mess with it. Right. Well, that's that's what Mac That's what Mac will tell you, don't be messing with it. Uh, and... So do you think we're going to see Fitz before it's all said and done? Yeah, I do. I think I think maybe the last episode, maybe they'll they'll bring him out. Um, possibly, I don't know that we'll see him next week. Maybe, maybe not. But I feel like maybe the finale we'll see him. Right. And uh, uh, I um, I'm I'm very hopeful for a couple of things. I'm hopeful that Jiang fixes herself. I really want that. I really don't want her to be dead. That's just too much. That's just too much. And uh, and Fitz, I want. I want to see Fitz. Uh, and I want to see Fitz with their daughter, who should be some age by this point. And I think we're gonna see Enoch. I do because I think he's with Fitz. Now again, and I think that is a strong possibility because again, when Enoch went back in the past with them. The original Enoch should still be somewhere there as well. He was around for thirty thousand years, so he should have been. I don't know. Uh, I don't have any okay, time there are. Okay, <laughs> so how about Grant Ward? You think you might see Grant Ward? Well, I would think that we're going to see him because Garrett is still young at this moment, 
and we're in a time frame where, where Ward hasn't really, probably Ward has just been born at this point. So no, he's, probably, are, he's probably still too young. We've already seen, you know, from the framework what can happen with Ward if he has a different mentor. Right. Because he had Victoria Hand as a mentor, and he was a good guy. Mm-hmm. He had uh, John Garrett. You're a bad guy. Who's not, who yeah. knows what's, what's... Yeah, because it could be a totally different right. situation. So, uh, and so it would not shock me if they involved him, especially now that John's kind of went on his own little tangent here, as opposed to his original history, uh, that they could bring in uh, Ward in the final two. Now, here's, anoth- here's another oddball thing to just think about for a second. Um... You know, you know, Daisy's pretty much been in love with everybody on this show. So, um, you know, does her her real love come back because he doesn't end up Lincoln? Having, yeah. Uh, you, you can play around with that all day long. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff that could happen in that last episode. Yeah, uh, and like I said, we got the... But then again, see, again, here we go. There's so many things that now have gotten screwed up because of this timeline. Jai Yang will not go on the the trip to meet um, Daisy's father if she actually comes back to life. Or that whole thing, none of that happens at this point. I'm curious to see exactly how, unless they say that. And that doesn't happen, so then what happens with May? May and her boy and her husband... Because none of that, there won't be any Genesis thing happen because none of that stuff will have happened. Uh, I look forward to see what they do with this whole, how they're going to go wrap this up. Because I know they could, they've they said in the beginning before it seems like all the fans are going to be satisfied with what happens here. They said the same thing about Game of Thrones. I hope that didn't work out. Uh, but uh, so like I said, we got three episodes left. Uh, you know, And that's pretty much it for Stolen. Uh, and... They're stealing everything, stealing power, stealing gemmo, stealing everybody. Stealing all my all right. ideas. All right. okay. <laughs> that was the really important part of it. Yes. Uh, so anyway, so the next episode is called A Brand New Day. All right. And then we just got the one. Now, talk about great planning by me, uh-huh. which really me. had no great planning, is that I'm off the week of the final. So uh, none of that happened. That means we get to watch right. it and podcast it right after. Right. So theoretically, yes. No. Now, will we podcast or right? no. We'll probably do it the next But day. we could because I don't have to work cute. the next day, right. which is a, that's a great thing. I can't believe I planned it so well. Uh, and it just happens that it's our son's birthday. Yeah, it's his birthday on the day of the um of the, of the Happy birthday to him. Happy birthday to him. See? Okay. Lucky kid. He has no idea what's going on with it. But, but it's great. Yeah, that's our That's our gift. To us. <laughs> For him. Great. Thank you, sir. It was our fault that he was born. <laughs> our fault. <laughs> yes. It was our, our fault. fault. It's, it's an accident. We, yes. No, it wasn't. Okay. So, in the meantime. There was no accident. Are you done? We just kept accidenting it. Oh, never mind. You yeah, never done. <laughs> so, in the meantime, I'm Martin. And I'm Kathy. We'll catch you next week on another Martin and Kathy's Coffee Bins. Bye. It's been our pleasure to present to you GVN's Martin and Kathy's Coffee Binge. We'll see you next time.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.